against this right back, Charlie. Am I live? Of course I'm live. People deluded. I'm back again. Thank you very much for tuning back in each and every time. Good morning to those of you like myself in the United Kingdom. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And in some cases, good night. One love to the Twitch gang. As usual, very appreciative of you. Not only just your support today, this morning, um, and obviously all the other content we've got today, but just generally since the moment I've started, and especially this year, because we've started off the year solid. I think we've had a bit of a... We had a towards the tail end of February, slow March has been a bit slow, but slow grind, slow growth, better than nothing in it. You know, the journey to 10,000 on Twitch and 50k on YouTube is still alive and kicking. So yeah, hope everyone's doing well and safe. Don't feel any sort of way about getting your talking points, questions, etc. in. On that, it's a massive day of content as it always is, people. Again, Today, in terms of content, we're here at 10 a.m. We also stay on Twitch. I'm going to obviously close this live and then open up another one. Curtis Shaw is going to be here from 11.30. We're going to talk Arsenal, top four, potential targets, just everything in it. I, ain't, I, I know I was on his channel last week, or was it this week? Pardon me, sorry, last week, but we ain't kicked it on my channel. We ain't really in-depth spoken about everything. So 10 a.m., 11.30... A bit of a change, people, because at 3 p.m. I'll be going on our, on on YouTube to speak Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal are playing at 6 p.m. Arsenal's under 23s. I'm going to do a watch along for that, so that means the Champions League watch along will be delayed by 15 minutes. That will be on YouTube and Twitch. That's the good news. So yeah, Middlesbrough versus Arsenal's under 23s, and then obviously 15 minutes before kickoff, you've got Paris Saint-Germain against Real Madrid in it, people. Real Madrid, PSG, better yet. So that will, that's what we will close up for today. So if I if my math serves me correctly that's about five streams so yeah i know you can't be at all of them but make sure you set your reminders etc etc on youtube hit the like button etc etc so yeah we're gonna go over the champions league you know i watched liverpool versus uh, inter milan i haven't even seen the highlights for salzburg against bayern munich but you know they hit them for a cricket score 7-1 really and i read i was reading something earlier newer says they sent out a statement in which on one hand you did on the other hand, I'm, it's not that I'm just saying I'm not surprised by it, but I'd say you've hardly moved the world beating Salzburg, you know, 7-1. You'd expect that in the first leg. So it is what it is. As I said, obviously, you've got PSG versus Paris Saint-Germain today. There's definitely another game which clearly isn't as wavy as this one. So it's getting missed out, really. But yeah, we'll get into all of that. What are you lot saying? And again, obviously, I'm sure you lot saw the title. You know me, I'm a big fan of Latoro Martinez. In truth, I think he's been stinking up the place this season. I know technically he's got double figures and he, you know, he scored against, you know, relegation fodder. Is it Sauretina? I can't say the Mandes name, but that Italian team, he obviously scored a very good goal yesterday. But 
Um, I do think, and he's got double figures for the season, but prior to that, you know, since the turn of the year, or in fact, towards the end of last year, he had a bit of a drought. Um, you know, if I look at the Milan derby, I look at Liverpool in the first leg, he was quite anonymous and just in general, Inter Milan ain't been too prolific for scoring goals prior to yesterday. Their last five, six games didn't breathe too many goals. So maybe there's an underlying factor affecting him. Maybe there's things off the field. But for me, I still believe in him. Um, I always talk about 20 league goals. He hasn't done that. So on one hand, he's got the potential to do that. On the other hand, he hasn't. I think the closest he's done is 17. But I like his passion. I like his ability. I think he can. I think I see why we was linked with him last summer. I think he drops deep, gets involved well. Obviously, yesterday was the best I saw him in a while. Yes, he scored the goal. And to be honest, all of Inter were good, to be fair with you. I think Alexis was good. I think Brozovic, probably my man of the match. Fidal worked very hard. You know, it was a good game from Inter Milan, if I'm completely honest with you. You. They played better than Liverpool, but saying that, Liverpool, who cares? Because they're through to the next round. But in relation to Latoro Martinez, I think he's got it. Bit hot-headed, you know. He can play by himself. You speak to people that watch La Liga. Um, man said La Liga, definitely not. Serie A, he can play up front by himself. I must admit, I haven't been convinced really this season in his abilities by himself. But if there's an opportunity to grab him, I think he's got to be on the list. You know, I'd rather us go for last season's summer targets to a degree. You know, Latoro Martinez um, slash Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham's gone off to do decent things. I wouldn't, you know, I would in an ideal world like a Latoro Martinez and a Rafa Leal slash Jonathan David in the squad. You've got the guy who's going to... Uh, you, you kind of want to impact this team right now and then I think someone like David could grow could maybe be a leader in his own sport or just offer the team something while we've got 38 Premier League games the FA Cup, the League Cup, etc, etc, etc. You know, even Liverpool, they don't have the biggest of squads, but, you know, lo and behold, they're doing better in all comps or less struggling to a degree because they've got a bigger squad now to the point where it's almost unfair who doesn't play up front. You know, I forgot Firmino was a thing. You know, Jota back into the lineup. Diaz even forgot he was on the bench. He had time to come on and do no-look passes. Mane, you know, Salah stinking up the place. I can't lie. The West Ham game and, and this last game, Salah, I don't know what's going on really. You was better than you was against West Ham. But yeah, man, hitting the post and everything there. But yeah, I don't. I, I feel Martinez has got it. I do feel, and I would la love Kareem Adeniemi as well, especially because apparently there's a breakdown in talks. I don't feel Arsenal are in a position where you could get a striker that could guarantee goals like City could probably say, you know what, we'll go and take Kane, we'll go and take Haaland, where they're kind of guaranteed goals. I, I do think Martinez would score. Arsenal need to take a risk. It's not like there's someone that we're 100% convinced with. There's pros and cons. More importantly, we need to know Latoro Martinez's weaknesses because how is he going to improve, in my opinion? Um so, yeah, and that goes for him. You know, I don't think anybody, even even though I'm a massive fan, I wouldn't say you could 100% be convinced on Martinez, on Isaac, on Jonathan David, on Ollie Watkins, on Tammy Abraham, on Borgia, um, you know, Rafa Leal, who I wouldn't even mind him as part of the squad purely because he can play off that left as well as up front. And a lot of these, none of these players are in the finished articles. Now, if you if you have a preferred target, why not even Borgia? I like the look of him. I think one... Dominic Calvert-Lewin's there and he does drop deeper. I feel with the exception of Dominic Calvert-Lewin, all them strikers get involved. I don't think Tammy Abraham gets involved enough for me, but I think they all get involved. For me, Latour Martin, they should be at the top of the list, really and truly, man. But yeah, man, that's me. Latoro Martinez would offer us a threat up top if we are able to get him on cheap. I'd risk it. I don't think we'll get him on the cheap because he signed a new deal last season. I don't know if Inter Milan need to sell players. Obviously, his form... 
I don't know if the numbers are saying the same, but his form's probably not where it was last season. So uh, we might get a discount, but I still think it will be an outlay. In my opinion, he's def he's, he's better than David and Isaac, so definitely worth a try here. That I'd rather the outlay on Martinez potentially than Isaac. Is he prolific? What is his strengths and weaknesses? I don't follow Serie A these days. He can go a bit anonymous. You know, I do think his strengths is he works the channels well. He, he knows when to come short, when to work the line. He's very good technically. I would say weaknesses, he is a bit hot and cold. He can be out-muscled at times, even though I think he throws his weight around. I do think he's a bit hot-headed. Um, I do think he could be more clinical, clearly. But yeah, man, it is where it is. Regard, regarding Latoro Martinez, you know, obviously we're doing our little striker watch. We're probably not going to get none of these Donnies, but it is what it is, man. I, I'm not giving up on Latoro Martinez, especially when you scored that screamer that he did. He's finally given me something to run some propaganda. Like, even in the game, was like, all right, all right, he's doing all right. But I don't really see what the hype's about, certain people were saying. And then, obviously, he slapped it. Serious slappers, and he's got that. You know, obviously... I think he could be a leader of the of us. He presses well as well. For me, the fact that he presses well and drops in, that's two key areas that Arteta wants for his new striker, like you see with Lacazette. And that's the blight we'll give Lacazette as opposed to not scoring. But at the same time, strikers need to score goals. And as much as I believe that, as much as we can clearly see that in the consistencies with the targets we've been linked with, the other day Arteta went linked with strikers. He straight up said, you know what, the strikers need to be able to score. You know, and that just tells you the modern day, you still need your forwards to be able to score. So, again, I think Martinez has got the ability to become a 20-league goal man, but he's going to have to show it. And I can't say the fact that he hasn't done that isn't a concern, especially in Serie A, where you probably expect that. But then again, they say Italians got the best defences in the world. So, you know, is there a bit of Serie A tax to apply? I don't know, people. But yeah, that's Letero Martinez. Watch. But yeah, man, keep your opinions coming, not just related to him. Mr. Palmer, just seeing your tweet, everything all right, OG? I, I'm good, man. I was just in a philosophical mood, man, really. I'm good, man. Slow grind, better than no grind. Every morning, I put things into context, where I am, where I want to go. And I was just tweeting my thoughts. Like, obviously, one thing with making content is I welcome opinions. I welcome advice. I always listen. But at the same time, they can become exhausting. Like, everyone's got an opinion on how it should be done. Everyone's telling you how to do something. It's not even that. It's like there's no escaping. I could be jogging. Somebody's stopping me and asking. My own parents, my family members, you lot. Every minute, I could be in the gym. So you can't really get away with it, you know, really. Um, so it can become a bit, a bit exhausting. Not that it's wrong, but it becomes a bit exhausting. And for me, while I take everybody's advice... Everybody knows how something should be done, but very few people have done it. So, do you get it? So, I was just in a philosophical mood. And obviously, I think you might have seen my tweet, slow grind better than no grind. And that's just, I was just, I was watching Breakfast Club. I can't remember who I was listening to. But it's right, slow and steady wins the race, man. Like, obviously, I wish I could grow a lot faster and do things more effectively. You lot don't see it, but it's, it's, it's probably a slight lie. But, you know. SEO, search engine optimization, video tags, all of these things that go behind, go beyond just making good content, whether I do or not subjective, is things I look into. And yeah, man, obviously I would love to accelerate it, but slow grind, slow and steady wins the race, man. So yeah, that's just it really, man. I appreciate you for checking in though, man. I'm good, my guy. Man, takes a lot more than that to break the gap. He's a streaky player. I'd still take Felix and Isaac ahead of him. I hear you. I wouldn't mind Jao Felix, man. The only thing that goes against Jao Felix is, if we're real, as much as of a champagne player he is, as good as he is, you know, it's not that we don't need him. 
you can do everything, but what are you? You know, you're not a, you're a false nine. You can play as a 10 and you can develop, but what are you? You know, I, as much as he's an exception to the rule, if I'm honest with you, but I would like us to sign, you know what? Your job is a number eight. You're a number eight. Your job is a striker. You're a striker and then do these other things because as much as I feel Xiao Felix's ability to do that, there might be a game where we just need someone who is a striker that doesn't do all the other stuff and, and, and whatnot. You know, and to be fair, while Zhao Felix takes us up a level, he could be molded into that striker and developed. You've seen it, you know, things can happen. Um, as as we've seen, you know, we took Lauren from being a centre mid to a half decent right back. Eddie Howe has taken, it's completely different. Joe Linton, piss poor up front, looks a half decent midfielder. So man can move positions and do things. But we're going to spend all that money for a player where ideally, if we answer it without all the specifics, he doesn't he's not exactly what we need per se as much as you could say that about Jao Felix if you had the chance is that Felix or Martinez oof oh three decent guys you know I'll be happy with either one I would say Felix first just because I feel forget what Arsenal need in terms of an eight or a nine I think you know he's someone that's got bad boy ability he's just kind of crippled in the athletical team I feel he could be a leader of the new school with what we're doing um so I would say as I said there's exceptions to the rule in it and I feel Jao Felix um, would be first after that bro I'd probably say Martinez I do like Isaac I just feel he would probably struggle a bit initially the most I don't know I feel Martinez would do a better job for what Arteta wants compared to Isaac and Felix I think they would all do it equally. I think Isaac kind of... The only problem with Isaac for me is physicality, the adaption period, and ultimately being able to score goals. Other than that, I think he'll be able to do it well. Jao Felix the same. Klopp's been saying we're treating every game like a final, so Salah's been doing just that goal slam. We're saying the AFCON form is, is there. Borgia, a lack of replacement. I would take Borgia, you know. You know, but they say, and hopefully Chelsea need to sell, man, because they're broken that, but it's going to cost a pretty penny. And if you're Borgia, I'm not saying you would say no to Arsenal or any other club, but for me, if I'm him, you know, if anything, I want to go back to Chelsea and see what's going on there first. You know, again, you know, when they had their transfer ban, that gave an opportunity to players. Again, it's not quite a ban, but in light with what they're going to do or not do with the ownership, that might present an opportunity for you. Added into that, Borgia probably fits the system a lot more than Lukaku. He has signed a new deal. So if I'm Borgia, first thing, I'll be open to everything, but I'd, I'd have an honest conversation with Thomas Tuchel. Listen, where do I stand? What can I do? You know, honestly, that's it. So I would see that. I'd be open to staying at Southampton. I'd be open to going West Ham and these other clubs. And I'd consider Arsenal. I think if I'm Borgia, I'll keep every option potentially open on the table if I'm him, really. But yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. A car line Martinez for 60-75 would be ideal. I hear that. Slow motion better than no motion. Trust. Screenia was lit yesterday, bro. Everybody, Screenia, Bastoni, uh, Uncle Brozovic. Vidal put in a shift, Alexis did well. I think all the Inter Milan did well, you know. They they played out from the back very, very well. Um, sorry, man, let's actually make some timestamps of that as well, man. Sorry, broskies. Um, but yeah, I think Inter Milan played out from the back very well. You know, the overlapping centre-backs, they pull out wide, they back themselves. The damage was ultimately done in the first leg. And I would say in terms of Inter Milan, while I feel they were courageous, they did what they did. They didn't really test Alisson. Yes, Martinez has scored a banger. And there was one, I think, a, a set piece came in and Alisson had to had to react quickly. Apart from that, they didn't really they didn't really test him at all, really. Even Martinez had a couple chances he should have done better. I think the red card killed the game. Of course, Fabinho's play acting a bit and being a bit dishonest, but I can't expect him not to. Alexis Sanchez knows about that. I don't think it's a yellow card, but I can see why it's given in the follow-up. 
don't agree, somewhat agree, but disagree with Klopp's comments about, oh, he should have been sent off already. But yeah, I'd say Inter Milan, he didn't really ask questions. Now, Liverpool were not at their best. They lost for, I couldn't tell you the last time they lost to Anfield. They're through. You know, I'm sure, you know, Salah's comments were interesting. He said he kind of alluded to they were a bit complacent, which in hindsight, maybe they were backed up to be complacent. But he sat there and said, you know what, maybe we thought we was it was done. I feel like people don't actually watch Isaac and only put him in these conversations because he looks silky and comps. Bit harsh, but I do think people gas up the tig. Jao Felix is cold, but Arsenal need a straight nine. Hear that? Borja might be Salah or KD for for Chelsea. I wish Vidal was younger. He's a brazy eight. I think the first could have been a red. To be fair with you, and again, Klopp's got, you know, Klopp's not wrong in that. So it is what it is. I do think the damage was done once the man got sent off and maybe Inter Milan make more of a meal. But ultimately, it is what it is. Liverpool into the last eight, Inter Milan going yard, didn't it? And obviously, Bayern Munich dealt with Salzburg. I haven't seen the highlights, but they demolished them seven goals to one. Latoura Martin has actually said he's irritated at Alexis Sanchez. Um, he has said he was irritated with him for the red card. And, you know, let me see exactly what he said. And they, to be fair, they ended, you know. Inzaghi said they regret the first leg, which, as I said, the damage was done. You lot switched off for two very cheap goals um, at, at Liverpool. Arguably, you could say you've be, been better than Liverpool over the over the last legs. But I, I disagree. You know, you Liverpool are through, in it? It's cup, it's cup action, really and truly. Uh, Latoro said, we did what we wanted to do. We showed character, desire to go through. And when we took the... And when we took the lead in a difficult arena with so much enthusiasm, it's a pity to then go down to 10 men because these are the things that can make the difference. We have to turn the page right away and try to look forward. We are out of the Champions League. We have the Coppa Italia. We have the Serie A and we must try to do our best, learn from these mistakes and keep improving. And Latoura also said, it was important for me to get back to the score sheet. I want to give everything for this club. My teammates who gave me so much. That was also his first Champions League goal since November 2020 after failing to find the back of the net in the first seven games this season. He said, we again proved that we are a good team, but we need to improve in the details. The same thing happened in Madrid and it's just too difficult at this level to play when, when down to 10, which is true. And obviously, I did think they missed Barella as much as I feel their midfield put in a shift. I just feel they lacked a bit of a... It lacked someone else that was on a bit of a crud, really. Klopp says Alexis was lucky to still be on the pitch by the time he was sent off for fouling Fabinho. I mean, I know Wenger said he's been a bit on dishonest. Klopp has said, I don't understand why we have to discuss the red card. I mean, we can do both. If you can win the ball only if you endanger an opponent, then you do it. Then you don't win the ball. I mean, I've seen Trent make some overzealous tackles. If Fabinho, and, and to be honest, Kate or Fly kicked someone in the final, Klopp. So, I mean, I don't know what's going on. If if Fabinho goes in with the same intention with the leg out, then both players get injured. That's true. Flip it on the other side. I don't think the Liverpool man gets sent off, if I'm honest with you. I think he was lucky he hadn't got a red card in the first half, you know, going in so high on Thiago onto his knee. I think there's, there's, there's thingy in that. Passion is good, absolutely good. But if it leads to these kind of things, then it doesn't help. And he said, the art of football is to lose the right games. I still hate it. But if there was any game to lose, it was tonight because the main target was to go through and we've done that. True. It's not that I'm over the moon. I'm happy we went through because when we saw the draw, we thought it was a tough one and we deserved it over two legs. Can't disagree with what Klopp said. We had some difficulties. One of those is the quality of the opponent. They are a really good team, but we still had our chances and didn't score. Salah hitting the post twice. Matip cracking the crossbar as well. Um, ultimately, Liverpool just were at the same quality in the final third. I don't know what I'm going for Salah, but 
But yeah, he said, I didn't like our counter press. When we lost the ball, we had to chase the situation. And that was not exactly how I wanted it. But in the end, you have to respect the quality of the opponent. And had we used our chances, we still could have won the game, which is true. You could have you had enough, you know. Salah scores them too, especially the one where Mane's played a lovely pass, a lovely ball over the top. You know, it's 2-1 really. Salah said, we lost a game that has maybe given us a bit more of a push. Maybe in the back of our mind, we were overconfident. It's a good game to take that in, learn from and carry and carry on. It's always important to win, but sometimes, like tonight, we hit the post three times, missed a lot of chances, but it can happen. But it's not in the league that, and we have qualified. We have struggled from the beginning, but the most important thing is that we qualified. I hit the post twice, but it's one of those things. Maybe in the next game, I score three goals. And that's, bro, that, I love that mentality from Salah, because at the end of the day, it's football, bro. You miss chances, you go again. I did think Salah was doing too much when he missed. Like, when he, you know when a man can clock, it's not their day. They start overcompensating, probably doing too much, being a bit too greedy. And I think second half, he was a bit on that. But I think the footballing gods just said, it's not your time, man, really. But, you know, knowing Salah, well, he probably could. I don't mind so much with the team qualifying, and that's the most important thing. Inzaghi said, I'm more upset about home defeat than the Alexis Red. He said, we were very bitter about what happened at the San Siro over the two games. We were the equals of a really strong team in Liverpool. We knocked them back when we scored our goal, but then Alexis got sent off and we saw what happened. We got to this stage for the first time in about 11 years. We played against possibly the best team in Europe and were their equals true. We put in two very good performances and sometimes it just takes a single episode to take the course of the game. This evening, we played well in the second half. We began to get the upper hand, scored a goal and then Alexis was sent off. I'm more bitter about what happened in the San Siro than tonight. Well, you threw it away. You You gave Liverpool two poor goals in quick succession in that game. We feel upset about having a player sent off just when we were getting the upper hand. I mean, if it was down to 11, if it was 11 versus 11, maybe maybe Liverpool have to do up extra time and whatnot. But we, if spots, we can't deal with that. We can only deal with the facts. Liverpool go marching on, as do Bayern Munich. Today, you've got PSG against Real Madrid, the Kylian Mbappe derby people, which is going to be crazy. You know, I know Mbappe looks, Mbappe looks fit. And, I, I, you know, I really hope PSG are able to do it. I mean... I got no beef with Real Madrid. It's two drippy teams, really and truly. I mean, I hope we can go through to the next round. If we're unable, then it's a mad thing, really. Um, obviously, you've got Real Madrid PSG later, where we're doing a watch along. That's on Twitch. Um, half an hour before kickoff. In fact, for fifteen minutes because we're going to be doing the under twenty threes watch along. So just make sure you're on Twitch, people. You've got Manchester City against Sporting. Man City are missing. Pardon me, a couple of players, but they're winning five 0 on aggregate. It's all to be said that Real Madrid. You know, PSG take a slender one goal lead. You know, Neymar and Mbappe have knocks allegedly. Obviously, you're at the Bernabeu decision time, in it? It's due to be a li- it's due to be litty, really and truly. Oh, you're on to a chill, chill. Lavandowski was moving mad. Yeah, Simeone is their manager. I've got full of admiration for how they play football, man. Not gonna lie, deluded Arsenal are looking the best out of the top four chases. I'm a United fan, and man, it's Pete. You man have been play, I've been looking good, especially in terms of how you're playing. It's evident to see. Shout out to us, but we've got a tough run of games to come, and you know the narrative isn't gonna stay the same. You know, and at the end of the day, Arsenal look a bit more healthier than your club and Spurs and even Wolves now and other people. But there's still a lot of points to be said. You know, Spurs could. I know we've got a game in hand on Spurs and a couple on you, but if we lose our next game and points are taken, you get it. Nobody's moved away from anyone indirectly. I'm hoping Chelsea make further an open battle as well, so that you know it is what it is. You caught the weed to get it on a humble one. 
But I think the first could have been a red. So, yeah, a couple of you think the first one could have been a red. So, yeah, man, maybe it's karma. Maybe it was always due. Maybe it was due to happen, innit? Deluded Parisian. Trust me. In the evening, PSG settings. I got, well, you lot can't see the shirts there, the jackets there. Je suis, je suis, eh, comment tu t'appelles? Je parle français? Eh, deluded, eh. Yeah, man. So, yeah, we're doing up that today. So, that one today, really. So, yeah, big up you lot. Um, don't forget, people, hella content to come today as well, people. Make sure you set your reminders. Yeah, I've been watching you lot play, but, you know, you lot can still scumbag it. But you lot were shit one season and you got second. Like, so, yeah, bro, anything can happen, man. Anything can happen. And top four race, I've said it for the last years I've been doing YouTube. People haven't got full for whatever because they're massively better than other people just they've stunk up the place what's your views on united spurs ideal result well if it comes to it spurs it's always nice to see spurs losing i would hate for spurs to win uh i would probably say naturally a draw spurs chester united you know that's going to be a friendly fire game i guess big up to maury doing an interview in straight italian boy shout out to maury man i see that question do you think gabriel and white can reach a level where they can be a parent for a title winning side i don't know we have to see how far they mature really i believe in gabriel a lot i think ben white's decent it just depends how well they learn and go through their education as you can see they've got brain as good as they've been this season and have had have had great moments for us they're still learning the game you know we've got to remember this has been as much as ben white's been decent for Arsenal. this is his second season in the premier league Good grounding working with Bielsa, working at Brighton, but this is his first season. Gabriel's a young man as a centre-half as well. They're going to do brain farts, you know. Gabriel was a bit shaky against Watford, you know, um, and he made the mistake against Wolves. Ben White has been sliding in the box on, on occasion for no reason at times, and he did it and conceded the penalty the other day. Both of them have been at sixes and sevens. Um, so, yeah, they're still developing. Saliba's got that in him as well. I've, I've, I've said previously, in an ideal world, you would like, I would like someone... In the mix, that's about 26. You know, you know, we, if we look at Screenier yesterday, it's 26, 28. I would love that. But if we could go for someone that, you know, could just be called upon and be a bit experienced, because there's the same way these players go through good runs of form, there's going to be times they go through terrible ones. So maybe, you know, but they're right now they're early, you know. And again, I have to see this back five develop really and truly. But why not? Ha, <laughs> Man's reading French docs at work. What, what, what have you got, if you don't mind me asking? That sounds sick. You're a translator or something? Or maybe you got that Bielsa's assistant job tick. Boy, I would have loved Screeny Young, man. You know, I don't respectfully. I don't, it must be one where he loves Inter and loves the country and all them things there. Because if when their financial situation was peak, you would have thought someone would have grabbed him. And to be fair, if Spurs got him and Latoro Martinez, which they always linked with, it would be peak. I'm very scary if I'm completely honest with you. Moving on with that, people, let's see what's going on in terms of football news around the world. Not that there's much, but I'm sure you're all keen to see nonetheless. What's all of this? All right, we'll read that after. Anyways, apparently, Demaral, I like him, but he's a bit too... You know, I like him. We've been linked with him before, but he's a, he's one of them reactive defending, not really cool, calm and collected. Not that he hasn't got elements of that. I think Skriniar is. 
He's mad man, trust. He's mad man thing. Volatile man. The, the fire in that. Humble account. Don't say humble. That's a mad thing. Hey, come be account for me. Not that there's much to do, but you need that, man. Shout out to you, bro. Don't ever say that's humble account. And that's a sick profession. If I blow and get, you know, you get me? When we need to start doing the bookie thing, the, the Panama, what's it? The Panama Papers and that. Shout me. You get me? Start. We need to, when we start needing to move like them Juventus brothers, you get it? Because the only person I don't like more than the police out here is the, is, is the tax man. Now, hey, listen, allow me, man. But anyways, UEFA plan to expand the Euros to a 30-team tournament from 2028. Well, RDL, mate, expanded World Cup, then this expanded World Cup every two years, then this thing, then you throw in all the pointless international friendlies that are there and all of these things. Boy, footballers are guinea pigs and it's just, you know, these look UEFA, FIFA, Super League, none of these guys care about you, innit? So just accept the game at what it is. Uh, apparently, the PFA are seeking urgent talks, people. Apparently, Euro 2028 is set to be held in the UK and Ireland. Oh, Bayless came to your yard. Hey, hear that, man. Tell him it's not you. It's a lie. Always pay what you owe. You wait for us to expand the Euros to a 32 teams following discussions with member nations in a move that has left the PFA seeking urgent talks. Europeans football governing body expect to extend the tournament from its existing format of 24 by 8 in time for 2028, which is set to be held in the United Kingdom and Ireland. UEFA previously shifted from 16 to 24 teams in 2026, but they now want no fewer than 32 of its 55 member nations involved before the end of the decade. It's crazy. The change could turn what is already a questionable qualifying system into a laughing stock. Pardon me. While the work, while a working group will be set up and a feasibility study carried out, it is thought that the plans have have heavyweight support within the corridors of power. Sources have disclosed that the stakeholders across the continent have been consulted and that the plan is to bring in the change six years from now. While more countries would be involved, it is not yet clear whether it would mean more matches at the tournament itself with a number of options under discussion. This is just harming the quality of the products as the PFA. Kids do not see the best version of their idols. That's what they've been, don't they? They, they never have at this moment in time. That's the reality. Yes, there may be a short-term financial benefit, but long-term we are harming the, pro the, the product. Molango, who I guess works for the PFA, said players had raised concerns over player welfare with FIFA and added they would now do the same with UEFA. They don't give a crap. We are concerned that the players are always the last to find out, of course. And this is why I don't care when players earn a lot, because they earn pennies, you know. Do you think Mezzi Ozu is going to get 350k a week if Arsenal are not making double that whatever on him? Come on now, people don't read between the lines at times. If anyone deserves it, it's the footballers and agents. These fat cats in suits, they, they probably, half of them don't even probably know the offside rule. I don't give a shit about the game. Um, we met... You know, we met FIFA's president and, and Arsene Wenger in Manchester with all the Premier League captains and other players such as Juan Mata, Pogba and Lucy Bronze. I think we'll now have a conversation with UEFA. A third, a third of players who took part in the last Euros played in this country. We expect them to have a much more important say in these discussions. So, yeah, as you not know, last week, apparently Sports Mail said the UK and Ireland's joint host bid for 2028 was likely to succeed without opposition. Turkey are likely to withdraw their candidacy, while obviously Russia had a planned bid. Clear that, that, that one there is a myth. So it is what it is. Rob, eh? I didn't even see this. There could be a, bro, it's all over. I mean, you're now, you know. Apparently, Zuma's brother's kick, back kicking ball now. I, I I didn't agree with sanctioning his brother. Like, I mean, come on now. But anyways, 
You wait for a um, West Ham apologies are braced for a cat for cat kicker Kurt Zuma meow, to be persecuted with the RSPCA close to concluding animal cruelty investigation. And his brother is also set to face sanctions, people. It's understood that the RSPCA are now approaching the end of their investigation. I mean, you find, man, you know, man are flying the cat's live matter thing. Let the man live now, man. Half the people that are getting at him probably hit their dogs as well. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sticking up for anything because Zuma, you shouldn't be harming defenseless animals. You shouldn't be recording it. You shouldn't be moving mad in it. But I do think you know, with in light with this cat thing and what we're seeing now, the the energy and the way people are eradicating and saying he should never kick a ball again, and Chris Kirkland saying it's worse than racism. This shows you when people want to do things, things can be done. You know, when migrants all over the world are drowning or fleeing war, it's not talked about as war but it depends you know it get big big up to anyone fleeing problems but again when it's at your forefront and you know maybe you humanize one group of people more than the other you can see the reaction a lot of people have animals a lot of people don't necessarily have ethnic minority friends so they can empathize and sympathize with the cat respectfully you know this is why man come out and do things you know again zuma you've had 250k fine there's been crazy stuff going on, but they're close to concluding. Him and his brother are both under investigation. They're, his cats have been seized, which his cats cost two grand. So it's an idiot thing. Again, doing stupid stuff. His brother's an idiot for recording him. You're stupid for doing this anyways. Not that I condone this, but nobody thought it would have been a bad idea to record it. I don't know. It is understood that the RSPCA and are now approaching the end of their investigation with both West Ham and Dagenham and Redbridge, who Johan plays for, expecting the pair to face sanctions. As you know, a video uh, uh, came out of these lot just moving crazy. Depending on the evidence produced from the investigation, any move to prosecute Zuma could force West Ham into further disciplinary action. Zuma has already been fined two weeks wages. Wasn't he meant to go on some animal courses and that? Obviously, Moises, Moises, Moises has been continuing to pick him out. Moises, I rate Moises because he's just on this. I hear that. Shouldn't be doing that. But man, I'm trying to, i got things to do in this Premier League. You know, did he kill anyone? Did he abuse anyone? No, let's keep it moving. Obviously, he saw his Adidas contract terminate. Let's be real. It's just because it's Kurt Zuma, bro. If that's, I don't know, Ronaldinho or R9 or Neymar, none of them are, 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 are sponsored by Adidas. Them and they are not going to really do that respectfully, Zuma. You're not a Z-list, but in the grand scheme of everyone who's on their staple, you are a Z-list. You know, if Pogba does this, not that Pogba, you know, Pogba could very well have his thing cancelled just for being at a family wedding, such as people don't like, people don't like Pogba. But if Pogba was doing this, I don't think they're clipping that. It's kind of easy to do it with Zuma. Yes, he's a Premier League footballer, a French international, but in the grand scheme of things, compared to everyone they've got on their roster, he's a Z-list. And Adidas, all these people, I hear it, throw the book at him. But I now you've set this precedent, I need you to always atone to this. I'm going to be watching you sponsors and you people very, very closely because you've set yourself the marker now. Don't slip up. I need to see the same energy when things happen, people. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, it's a brazy one. And again, you know, these lot stuck with Evra, you know. They stuck, you know, they stuck with Suarez, you know. It's not Evra, sorry. They stuck with Suarez, boy. So, again, you've different time periods, but you've set yourself a precedent. So, let's make sure I, I keep the same energy, bro. I just want to see the same energy. Anywho, Zuma, you know, it's all your fault. If you weren't being an idiot, it's not there, is it? British tycoon Nick Candy to submit a 2.5 billion bid to buy Chelsea this week with the property developer and boyhood blues fan, including plans for a 1.5 billion stadium rebuild. Um, he's talking to a number of American investors to form a consortium. The 49-year-old is a fan of Chelsea people. 
yeah, and he's yeah, he supported them since he's four, allegedly. Stamford Bridge needs rebuilding. So yeah, it is what it is, man, really. Apparently, a bid of 2.5 billion would be regarded as credible in the current circumstances. So they're working on a 2.5 billion bid. So I mean, you know, he wants three billion, 2.5, probably take it and run, really. So yeah, he's been linked with a bid to buy Chelsea, and he looks like he's gonna form a consortium concert with, with the owner of an owner of the New York Jets chairman of the Chicago Cubs and a shareholder, Josh Harris. So is there a conflict of interest? Can you be a shareholder at Palace and, and, and Chelsea or something? I don't know. Nick Candy is actively exploring a number of options for a potential bid for Chelsea Football Club, a spokesperson said. Any bid would be made in conjunction, conjunction with another party or consortium, and we have serious interest from several international partners. So again, people are just seeing it as, as, as something to be done. Let's see how you got right. You fundraised Sean Bailey, so you're a Tory prick, so you'll be right at home, you know, just like they you know, that done Rory the Tory in that. Nick Candy and his younger brother Christian are British luxury property developers. I mean, you know, I'm sure you're a great businessman, but this just sounds like daddy was rich. I ain't read a damn thing. This just sounds like we're from a rich, aristocratic family, we're rich. We're born into riches and we do TED Talks telling people we've all got 24 hours in a day. Let's see what's going on here, people. You know, they got money, money, money. They bought their first property in 1995, people. They sold it for, for what's it, for 50 bags. Anywho, scrolling all the way down, you know, they fundraised Sean Bailey's London mayoral campaign, who's a coon. Um, you know, he's a lifelong Chelsea fan, allegedly owns a stake in podcast audio boom. He's married to an Australian actress. Yeah, man, he's got youths and that. No clue why that's relevant, you know. But Nick Candy has a huge affinity with Chelsea. His father was asked to play for the club and he's been watching matches at Stamford Bridge since the age of four. He's worth what, you know, he's allegedly he's got an estimated 1.5 billion fortune. He's, you know, he's put some of that into the takeover of the club. So, yeah, the one thing you'd worry if you're a Chelsea fan, do you want to buy it for the right reasons? Or do they see an opportunity to invest in real estate, which Chelsea essentially is being in London and the obvious, so we'll have to see, people. We'll have to see. I don't know why it's mentioning NFTs and crypto markets, but yeah, man, it seems like they want to do this. Who else is interested, as you can see? And every day there's somebody else interested in it, but that's where Chelsea are concerned. From, from that to this, you know, Everton could be in trouble, people, really and truly. One second, what's going on here, Twitch? What are you saying, Twitch? What are you alerting me to? All right, cool. Everton, I sorry, people, on that as well. Make sure you've set your hit the like buttons. I don't know who she is, man. I, I, I don't know who she is, who he's acted on. Is I don't really care if I'm honest with you. You know, that's good for him, who his wife is. I don't give a fuck about that, unless she watches DG vids. But Everton risk a Premier League points deduction cap as they teeter on the brink of breaking profit and sustainability rules after recording combined losses. I mean, if you buy Dele Alli for stupid money, it will be for stupid money. 50 million on Sigurdsson. I mean, you know, of course you're going to find yourself in this sort of mess, people. And again, considering you're heading for the championship, it could become crazy. Absolutely crazy. Let's see what's going on here. Everton are preparing to negotiate with the Premier League over their financial accounts amid fears they could become the first club to breach the top flight's profit and sustainability rules. The club were due to publish their accounts for last season, last December, um, but the publication has been delayed as they seek clarification from the Premier League over how much their losses can be offset due to the impact of COVID. 
Everton recorded combined losses of over 260 million between 2017 and 2020, which in ordinary circumstances would represent a clear breach of Premier League rules, which state that clubs are only permitted to lose a maximum of 105 million over three years. And I mean, you fuck this, this Farhad guys fucked it, Osmanos fucked it, it's gone. It's anticipated that the 2020 2021 will include another loss in excess or more of 100 M's. And the club's financial problems have worsened even further since they were forced to sever links with major sponsor Osmanov, which could cost them 300 million over the next 20 years. Oh, dear me. The Premier League have set a deadline of later this month for all clubs to submit up-to-date accounts as well as forecasts for the rest of the season. Don't forget, 11.30, I'm going to be here with Curtis Shaw on Twitch, people. The process of vetting the accounts will take a few months with any clubs in breach to be charged at the end of the season. Premier League rules state that the clubs in breach of their spending rules can be fined or dot points, but I've yet to find any of their members guilty. I mean, this is probably just selling the headline. I don't think any of that is going to happen, really. I mean, it is what it is, and I'm sure Everton, you can't deal with any points, Doctor. You're going to be gone. Everton still appear at risk of being found in breach, however, leading to the petition the Premier League for to petition the Premier League for allowances to be made due to COVID. In the 2019-20 account, 67 million of the club's losses were directly attributed to the pandemic. So Everton's a mess on and off the field. I mean, you bought Pickford, you bought Keane, you lot don't deserve good things, in it? Because you're playing stupid games. You can't be surprised about, you know, winning stupid prizes, really and truly. Well, 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 they snuck, they snuck that one under the bridge, didn't they? You know, this pussy is not going to be prosecuted over allegations of racially abusing Glenn Kamara. So when you see him again, slap him. You know, he will not be prosecuted. He got his 10-game ban, you know. Apparently, according to it, he will not be prosecuted. There will be no criminal proceedings, um, you know. And big up Kamara, you know. He did what? Bang him. Trust me. Anyways, people, that's that, isn't it? I mean, he he got his 10-game he got his ten game ban. At least he got smacked. Hopefully, the next time he thinks of being racist, he thinks about how his top lip felt and how the blood and the claret felt. And hopefully he gets pumped, you pussy or you. But anywho, it is well, it's 30 M's for Balassi, bro. Myth. Absolute myth. They don't deserve nice things, man. They don't deserve nice things. Everton are doing dumb things and can't, you know, if you do dumb things, you can't be you can't be surprised, really and truly. Now it's just it's just stupidness, really and truly. 42, uh, what are we at? 44. Let's look at to round this up, people. Let's look at some transfer news. As I said, people, I'm live at 11.30 with Curtis Shaw. That will be on Twitch. We'll eventually get put on YouTube. But again, if you want to see it while it's hot, come on. I want Everton to go down, but not like this. I can't lie, man. Why Arsenal's a mess? While Arsenal's a mess, I don't care what happens with anyone else, if I'm completely honest with you. That's their business, what they want to do, you know. But yeah, let's look at some transfer news, folks. Arsenal scouting 25 million Baradi. Baradi, how long have we seen that, man? Vinicius Tobias, isn't this the young fullback that's over there in Ukraine or Russia? Um, apparently, both Madrid clubs are looking at him. And we, we spoke about yesterday how um, thingy, due to what's going on, apparently FIFA has allowed Ukrainian and uh, Russian players to bust out, really. So, yeah, they've been linked with him. Bayern Munich allegedly want Dumfries, Denzel Dumfries and Missouri. Uh, Dumfries just signed there. I don't know, but Missouri will be a free agent. Calvin Phillips is in the process of finding a new agent and one has told him that we'll get you to Liverpool wherever you like, allegedly. So again, is that with Leeds maybe going down? Newcastle allegedly interested in Ridigan at 29 years of age. They might give you the contract length and the wages you might be looking at. We've heard this before. Jurgen Klopp is keen to lord Jude Bellingham to Liverpool. 
Juventus us a two submitted a contract offer to Paul Pogba. Would the 28 year old rejoin them? I don't know. You know, by you know, Steven Gerrard wants to buy former Bayern Munich and Barcelona player. Well, technically, still plays for Barcelona. Coutinho on a permanent one. Big up my guy who signed Marvin's obviously signed a new deal. He's an example of why you should never stop going in football, you know. No academy, no nothing, just kept going, literally just kept going. Man. Respectfully, nothing to scream and shout about as a footballer, you know. But got there in the end, shout him and now he's playing championship. Bradley Wright Phillips has announced his retirement from football. Worst scouting, Brady allegedly, people. So make of that what you will, in it. Again, other transfer news. Newcastle, we already spoke about looking at Rudiger. United are looking at Rudiger. Arsenal could attempt to re-sign Gnabry. I mean, that looks like clickbait from Football at London, but we'll speak about that in the afternoon. Tottenham are prepared to listen to offers for Emerson Royal less than a year after spending £26, £30 million on him. And no, no surprise there. Apparently, Haaland wants to actually join Barcelona this summer. Laporte has denied reports that there's negotiations. Cristiano Ronaldo to leave Man United this summer and they've had Richarlison as a replacement, allegedly. We spoke about this yesterday, but it looks like Christensen um, will seal a move to Barcelona on a free. Roma want to make a move for Portugal fullback and Manchester United player, 22-year-old 22 play, 22 Dilot, which again needs to do his thing. Apparently, Kane, said, Kane has told teammates he will stay at Tottenham next season if Champions League football is secured and Conte remains as manager. Two things that could happen, but maybe not. Liverpool could hand, be handed the chance to sign Karim Adeniemi again after, obviously, it looks like there's been a breakdown in talks between Salzburg and Dortmund. Uh, PSG and Chelsea are eyeing up Mahrez, 31-year-old. Manchester United are looking to sign Milinkovic-Savic from Lazio as a replacement for Paul Pogba. Former Arsenal player Perry Grove says Arsenal should target Dominic Calvert-Lewin at the end of the season. Lol. Everton face a rage crisis if they suffer relegation to the Championship. Of course they will. You know, I think we already knew that, but... Yeah, man. To be fair, they have been trying to give Rüdiger a new deal, but he's got to want to sign it, really. Unlike Chelsea, to have these deals running into the last year, you know, I know Thiago Silva signed a new deal, but they had Thiago Silva, Christensen, Aspilicueta and Rüdiger's deal all running up same time, which is unheard of under Chelsea and, and Marino of recent. Man called him Chicken Royal. I hope Neymar balls out today 100%, broski. I really do. We need that, man. Shout out to everyone tuned in. But yeah, that, that takes it all, man. The predictions from last night hasn't been given out yet. What the hell? Somebody shaked it. Moderators, what's going on, man? People need to get their points. The players are clicking on better for them to run down the country. And this is what it's going to be. We don't need wingers. We need strikers. But I'll still take Ganabri. I hear that. There's always exceptions to the rule. And to be fair, Gnabry can do up the false nine thing, innit? But I don't think we're getting Gnabry. You know, at 26 years of age, still running out. You have half a chance, but boy, I don't know. But I guess we'll speak about that with Curtis Shaw at 11.30. But yeah, man, with that though, people, I don't think there's anything to go on with. So yeah, man, that brings an end to our footy talks. Like I said, people, it's a jam-packed day of content because in 
just over half an hour. I'm going to be back on Twitch. I'm going to speak Arsenal with Curtis Shaw, Curtis Shaw TV. Make sure you're giving him a follow on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, on that, after that, 3 p.m., we're going to be speaking about Arsenal. 3 to 4, we'll speak about Arsenal. 5.30, I'm going to be doing the Middlesbrough versus Arsenal's under 23s live watch along. And then obviously, it's Champions League business again. So we'll be doing a watch along for that. So yeah, man, I hope you're all there. For them ones there, man. Hella content, 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 content again, you know. And the Thursday, again, mathematically, oh shit, mathematically, is it possible if there's a 5.45 kickoff and an 8 p.m. kickoff? Mathematically, it is possible to do a live stream for both of them games, isn't it? If it is mathematically possible, then there'll be two watch-alongs on Thursday in relation to the European action. Obviously, Sunday on YouTube will, will cover Arsenal. But yeah, if it's mathematically possible, then yeah, two live streams tomorrow, well, Two watch along live streams tomorrow, in addition to whatever you know, I'm trying to go for it. I told you, journey to 10k, journey to 50k on Twitch. We're playing for keeps again. Make sure you're smashing the like button on my YouTube is make sure you're following on Twitch, make sure you're subscribing if you've got Amazon Prime. Appreciative to everyone that's, that's here. Obviously, it's the halfway period of the week, people. So, I hope everyone's moving that much closer to their goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions, aspirations, and all of them things overcoming hardship and the rest of it. I'll see you lot in 40 minutes, basically, people. So, yeah, man, I'll see you lot in a bit. Appreciative to everyone that's rocking with, man. Stay blessed, stay safe, stay fit and healthy, and we'll buck up again, man. <laughs>